0: Hello! Welcome to Chapter 3 Podcast, the show for readers of science fiction, fantasy, and romance. This is Season 2, Episode 23, and today's episode is for people who aren't sure where to start with graphic novels and manga. This is a really great topic that was requested by our patron Sarah, so thank you to Sarah for the suggestion. And speaking of Patreon, you can now join us on Patreon for as little as $2 a month. If you want to join the conversation on Discord, get early access to episodes, and get a exclusive bonus content you can check out the link either in the show notes if you're downloading the episode or in the video description if you're watching us on youtube so go and check that out but for today talking graphic novels and manga we have brought on two experts to help us out brie and ashley so thank you all so much for joining us for this
1: hello She's, she's My, like, I'm not an
0: expert. I'm not an expert. You, are, you have a whole, a whole club. So introduce yourselves and also maybe a little bit of background, if you want, about uh, your history with manga and graphic
2: novels. But they call me breezy in the streets? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. So I have a channel called Lock Titian, Is a booktube channel. I also have a plant um, tube channel called Lock Plantition. Um, But my introductory, my introductory, I should say that better, to manga and graphic novels and comics and knowing that they are three distinct things uh, come from Ashley from Bookish Realm, um, but also dunked on by uh, Shay and Izzy. And um, I think there's another book, over that I can't remember of their name right now. But um, I wouldn't have never gotten into it if it wasn't for those booktubers really influencing me. Um, and now I feel like I I have a little bit of a chokehold like, in <laughs> it and I can't escape. And then I'm getting really sad that I'll get into volumes of manga specifically and then find out that it's only like, nine volumes and i just get really sad because it's coming to an end monster again i'm looking at you i get his collective volumes but still it it does hurt my heart um that's why i'm gonna try to try my luck at blood on the tracks hopefully via ashley I know and um tokyo yeah. ghoul i'm gonna say Shay, i think told me about
3: Tamika would have been Tokyo Ghoul. That's like one of
2: oh, her Tamika, days. Tamika. oh Tamika, Tamika. That's it. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know if I knew her then, though. At that time.
0: Do you yeah. want to tell listeners a little bit about what those are about? Oh for yeah, I who's kind of new and doesn't know?
2: So um, currently, right now, my wheelhouse of reading when we c- when it comes to manga is um, psychological thriller and mystery and horror. I haven't really strayed outside of that. When I did stray outside of it, I had to text Ashley because I was like, girl, I'm not liking Food Wars. And now <laughs> when I strayed, out of it, but well, no shade, no tea, no shade, no tea. We never coming for my girl. We're going to have internet. to talk about Food Wars on
0: this episode. Yeah, we'll okay. have to talk about Food Wars. Listen, there was
2: no shade, no tea, never coming for my girl on Beyonce's internet. <laughs> However... I was like, "Ooh, this this ain't it." So, Monster follows. It's a psychological thriller. Like I said, it's nine collected volumes. It follows this doctor named Tenma. He's um, Japanese, and he is being he is um, one of the, I guess I would say, few surgeons in this hospital. So, at this hospital, he is really trying to uphold the like doctor's oath i forget what it's called um and also just really put the patient first however when he gets a call that he needs to take care of these two twins the head the head person at this um uh hospital was like hey So I need you to take care of this person because they're more important and, you know, they making money and they're probably a donor or something like that. And Dr. Tim was like, nah, man, these kids came in here first. I'm going to go ahead and snip, 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 snip. Anyway, his job was on the line and his relationship was on the line because he was doing, you know, hanging out, if you know what I'm saying, with the head um, doctor um, daughter. So he's like, man, I have to choose between my relationship, my job, saving these kids, and he did. De- he decided to put himself first and these kids first, and take care of these kids. But he don't know that there is an insidious nature that is about to unravel. So now he has to literally fight for his livelihood, fight for other people, and fight for his reputation. In order to clear his name because murders keep happening and keep strangely being connected to him. so now this detective is like yo where Tema at and following this man all over Europe trying to figure out what's going on, who killed all these folks and what's happening So that's as far as I can say before I really go into spoilers mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And then um, Tokyo Ghoul I've, I've seen a couple I've no've I think I've read. Volume one and two, what I'm getting is that there's this boy working at this cafe and there are other people who are at this cafe and he's finding out that there are people in this certain district who are ghouls and that ghouls have all of these different um, stereotypes or um, different, um, what do you call them, like classifiers, that they are Mm a ghoul. However, he is crushing on this young girl and then his life takes a turn i don't want to spoil it but he's crushing on this girl his life takes a turn and he is forced to um live in a world that is different from his own and it's kind of like he's trying to you know adjust being in two different worlds and i'm only on only finished the second volume so it kind of reminds me of like people who are biracial or multiracial trying to figure out like You know, am I this, am I that, am I both? What does that mean? Um, Mm -hmm. And you just have a lot of adjusting to do to his new circumstances. The parallel Um, that he's like kind
3: of biracial, like just clicked in my head because I've also read a couple volumes of Tokyo Pool. Like that makes a lot of sense, like to think about that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I would note also that 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 one is very graphic and it is like kind of zombie-esque for anyone who is like hesitant to that, but it's really good. The anime is also really good, so.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's all I can think of right now. I know I've read other awesome. manga, but that's really where it's at that I can think of. Um, and then graphic novel, I read all genres, don't even matter. Um, and the same with, com- well, comics, more comics, I read more thriller and horror, I would say. Okay. Um, and mystery, but graphic novels, I read. I do enjoy, for me, more nonfiction graphic novels than that's I like be really fiction. good. I love it. But, yeah. I hope I explained some of that. Yeah. Right. But that was you know. great. Thank
3: you, Jen.
1: Thank you. Ashley. It's my turn. Yeah. Um, hello, everyone. I'm Ashley. I have a channel, Bookish Realm. Um, man, I've been reading comics for a minute now, comics and graphic novels for a minute. Um, that's kind of the love of my life. <laughs> I love I, I love comics and graphic novels. Um, I got dipped into manga a little bit. Um, not heavily. I, I used to watch um, this uh, manga tuber, Laura, I think her name is Laura. She's a manga hoarder. I used to watch her videos back in the day. Um, and then I really get a lot of my recommendations when it comes to manga from Shay, Tamika and Izzy. Um, I don't typically stick to any genre for comics or manga or graphic novels. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like am willing to kind of dip my toes into a little bit of everything. This year, I feel like I've been diving a little bit more into shonen than I have in the past. Um, what is shounen? So Izzy probably can explain this better. I was going to say, do wanna, you want
3: to finish your intro and all? Yeah, want to do the manga intro, first, I'll do break down the intro manga. An intro to yeah. manga after, that's okay. what I was thinking, so. Great.
1: Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely have been dipping more into seinen and, and, and Shonen this year than I have in the past. I used to really heavily, when I first started reading manga, I feel like it was more um, shojo outside of Food Wars. Food Wars was my first introduction to manga and it's not it's not for everybody it has a no. lot of fan service in it um and it's very jarring <laughs> like a very very and the anime is even worse like I've told people like check out the anime and people have watched the first episode and they're like no I can't I can't this is this is a way too, so. you
0: know you're gonna have to give a synopsis of this I and know. also also okay I have to say this, this ties in perfectly. The, qu- the question we have from one of our patrons, Beth L. Beth, I'm sorry. I know this isn't actually probably what you were looking for. However, graphic novels or manga involving either food or RPGs in some way.
1: We got her. There are there
3: are some. There are some. <laughs> okay.
1: I don't know what <laughs> words would be the one, um, but I do. I really do because they're they're you know there is a team of people who worked on this. And so the the recipes that you do get in Food Wars are extremely detailed. Um, and they actually talk about the science behind food, which I'm not a science person, but learning about the actual like science behind food and how um, things work together, even at like, um, I mean like a, mon- a molecular level, <laughs> like that is, it's very fascinating. Even for someone who's not like a science-oriented person, mm-hmm. um, so that's why I really, really loved it. But also, Food Wars is one of those series where I mean, I think it's like thirty-six volumes, and it begins to get a little redundant because there's mm-hmm. only so many competitions that you could do. But I would tell people like, if you're a fan of, um, what was the cooking show back in the day that top uh, not was it top Iron Chef? Iron Chef. Wow. Iron Chef. People, That's, I was yeah. like, why did my brain go to top? It's yeah, Iron Chef. Iron Chef. If you know people who used to like Iron Chef from back in the day, it kind of has similar vibes. Um, when it comes to comics, I am heavy into the superhero aspect of comics, which I know is probably people's like biggest fear when jumping into comics is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the superhero is like, where do I start? Yeah. Um. So I'm like currently right now I'm doing kind of um a really really rough read of some of DC's like new 52 stuff. Um, I just finished, um, the first part of Scott Snyder's trilogy, um, dealing with Batman. It's, it's longer than a trilogy. It's like nine volumes, but he's very, very well known for those first three volumes in the new 52. Um, and they're good. Yeah. Yeah. The first one I read, I was like, I was totally like mind blown. because it's my first time (laughs) reading it because I never really was a Batman fan, but I, um, if you know me, you know I'm a huge fan of the writer James Tiny the fourth. Um, he's done some amazing things. Probably one of his hottest comics right now is Something is Killing the Children, which shout Bri- out
2: to him.
1: <laughs> Brie and I also have a comic book club. So we read um, a comics graphic novel club where we read a selection of stuff every single month. We've been doing it since December of last year. And we've kind of read all over the spectrum. Last month, we finished up Something is Killing the Children, volume one through four, House of Slaughter Volume 1, and this month we have, um, we're reading Watchmen and um, V for Vendetta, so classic Alan Moore, um, because we thought, you know, August back to school classics, that was kind of the direction that we wanted to take it in. Get
2: them on Hoopla.
1: Yeah, and we made sure whenever we were doing it, we wanted to make sure it was accessible as possible, so we tried to pick as many titles as we could that were available on Hoopla, Um, but comics are like, I mean, that's like the love of my life. Like I like reading prose, but I mean, I think that the beauty of comics for me and graphic novels is how much storytelling is done with so many, like so few words. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. And so, you know, whenever I get the chance to talk about them and give them credit and try to help people navigate because I know it can get hard, it's hard, but um, it's a great medium to kind of dive into. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely
0: so okay so we have a lot of ground i feel like to cover mm-hmm. with this um but for anybody who doesn't really understand what manga is or i don't fully understand honestly because i don't really read it but uh i have like very very tiny amounts but there's a lot of different subgenres that i have heard people mention izzy do you want to do kind of like crash course yeah in kind of... i'm gonna give
3: you like messy crash course this is not perfection that's okay um but there's basically four categories for manga we're going to start with. There are other categories in this that are like your hentai and ecchi, which are like your 18 plus mangas, which <laughs> we're we're not going to dive into. Uh, I mean, I'll have some rucks for you in this, but okay. basic categories are shonen and shoujo. Shonen, it's all about who it's marketed towards in Japan. So we're going to use really gender essential language here because that's what they use in Japan. That does not mean it's only for boys or only for girls. Shonen is your One Piece, your Naruto's, your Bleach. Those big titles that you often see, running thousands of chapters, hundreds of volumes. Um, they're very action oriented usually, and they are marketed towards boys. So there's a magazine called Shonen Jump in Japan, and they would release chapters. I think I don't I think the magazine comes out like weekly there, and they release chapters of different manga, and then like those get collected up into volumes. It's a whole thing. And then there's shoujo, which is like your girly manga, but just cause it's for girls does not mean it's only romance or it's only kissing books or whatever you want to consider it. Cause there is fantasy shojo, there's action shoujo. Like it's just who they're marketing it towards. Mm-hmm. And that also doesn't mean that like sometimes there's series I love that are seinen, which is the adult men category where they're marketing mm-hmm. it towards adult men. And again, those can be, uh, I think Tokyo Ghoul's seinen if I remember correctly. Um, but those are going to be like your more adult titles. You're not going to hand those to a teenager. Uh, The Zerk is an adult title. You know, you shouldn't be picking these up if you're 13. Uh, They're graphic. They're, you know, intense titles that are exploring a lot of things. And then the equivalent of that for women is Jose. And that is going to be your more adult female titles. Again, same thing. It's graphic, but that does also not mean (laughs) that it doesn't, it's just kissing books or romance. Because some people think it means like, you know, Jose and Shojo only have like girly, girly stuff, right? Like, I'm again using the terms people in the community would use towards it, mm-hmm. and that's not the case. Like, you can find many of these titles with many of the same things across the uh, the lines. Your best bet if you are curious and trying to figure out what to call a title is to search the title name and then Baka Updates because they list all the categories for the title, which hmm. is great. Um, that is a tip I got from Shay early on in my manga reading, and I was like, this is so helpful. Mm-hmm. But also you're going to find like slice of life, you know, so you've got your just day-to-day books, you've got action, um, I'm looking at my shelves, you know, high school settings, just all like all kinds of different genres within those titles.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and then the term fan service in manga generally involves uh half-naked women. Or men um, and interesting poses, perhaps underwear showing, things like that. You will see that often in your uh, seinen and, and all that stuff. I feel like it tends to happen more often in the male marketed manga than the female marketed manga. Um, and what else? What other terms are there? But yeah, and then hentai is um, your 18 plus. You'll also hear words like boys love for gay manga and. Yuri for sapphic mangas. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I'm missing. I think that's like the basic 101. Does that make yeah. sense?
0: Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's it's a lot, so I can see mm-hmm. why it would be sort of intimidating. But one of the questions that we got is if you are looking for romance mm-hmm. and you're interested in that in manga uh what what are a couple of places that somebody could start and anybody who has some recommendations i could could jump in what are what are a couple of couple of good places to start for that
1: did you just say for just for manga for yeah
0: for romance if you if you're a romance reader and you want to try manga what are some entry points oh
1: geez
3: Okay, yeah, so- I, I've got a couple. Yeah, go ahead. Um, this is a lot. There is, if you want a high school age, so this is gonna be Shoujo, really cute love triangle. There is a lot of love triangles in manga, but they're always fun and I don't mind them. Um, there's Love and Focus. It's three volumes and there's a completed collection out. So that's an easy one to possibly get for your library. Some of them are on KU also. So I think you'd read the first two volumes on KU and then you have to buy the third one that's a great way to start it's a really cute about a girl who has a passion for photography goes off to school in the mountains lives in a boarding house with two other boys one of them was her childhood friend and one of them she is like this mysterious boy of course and it's their love story and it's really cute it's her figuring out herself and why she likes him and if she likes him and all that but it's three volumes you're not like over you know uh it's not like over 12 volumes, where you're like, Oh my yeah. gosh, this is a triangle, never ending. Right. That author also has a series called That Wolf Boy Is Mine, um, that is also really cute. That is a more paranormal series. Same thing, a couple volumes are in KU last I checked, and you can dive in that way.
1: That one reminds me of um, Fruits Basket. It does, it has Fruits yeah. Basket
3: vibes. Yeah, if you want a more adult title, there's Wotokoi. Uh, love is Hard for Otaku. These are two slash childhood friends who are big nerds. They play video games, watch anime, and all the fun stuff. And it's their slow journey of falling in love along with some other characters. This one's really cute, Bethany. I think you would like this one. That sounds cute.
1: <laughs> when, I, when I have my
3: full set after I've read through all of them, I'll send them to you. You can borrow them and read them. Um, and then for Sapphic right now, my favorite Sapphic manga is Donuts Under a Crescent Moon which ends in volume four. So there's only four volumes, so it's lower investment because obviously manga can be expensive. This follows mm-hmm. two co-workers who are exploring um, the idea of liking each other and if they like each other and what that means.
1: And it's just really precious. So, these start there. I, Ashley, do you have summer? Or- <laughs> I mean, so my favorite one that's kind of, it's, it's romance, but then also I feel like it's also about the friendship between the two women, which should be no surprise, is Nana. Um, the downside to reading Nana is that it is not complete. The mangaka stopped at volume, see, the 21 or 22, I can't remember off the top of my head, and it's been on hiatus since 2009, I think. And Whoa. no signs of returning and No the signs, Yeah, no signs of returning, so... I mean, the story is great. I think the anime is amazing. It mm-hmm. was one of my first um, after Food Wars. It was one of the first ones that I've that I stepped into. Um, so I love it, but there is kind of a slight risk um, to taking that one. Um, I love Donuts Under a Crescent Moon. Mm-hmm. I I did not know that it was only going to be four volumes. That breaks my heart a little bit. Um, Izzy put me on sweat and soap.
3: Yes, that is... I figured you would wreck sweat and soap, so I was like, I won't wreck this one. I'll give you that one. It's so That is one that's technically sane in, um, but it's a romance. So it's this is why romance. I say, like, yeah. you can't judge purely on the things um,
1: to know,
3: like, what you're getting.
1: That one is really cute. Literally, you have these two. This two it's an office romance. They work for the the same company and she sweats a lot and is always concerned about how her body over may present itself and he sniffs her and it's it on and popping from the, it is the cutest thing it's the
3: weirdest premise the sniffing is really only a big part of like volume one, one. I feel like. that's it so <laughs> that's like, it happens occasionally after but like so it's not like it's heavy theme but he makes the soaps and he like designs soaps specifically for it's really precious like it it's cute. It is. This is very cute.
1: Um, I also, so this one is, um, it's a BL and it's Seaside Stranger. I'm slowly making my way through that one. This one is, it's, what I liked about this one particularly is that it is, it feels very realistic. Um, mm-hmm. It's two guys, um, one who lives at, it's, I don't want to say like it's a seaside villa, but, He's living there with his, I believe it's his aunt because he comes out as gay and his parents don't want him in the house. So he moves out there and he meets another guy who kind of sits by the the ocean. And he essentially says like, you know, I'm interested or whatever. And the guy's like, well, I'm about to go more inland, go to school or whatever. This is not going to happen. He pops back up a couple of years later and it's like, okay, I'm ready to be in a relationship with you. And he's like, no, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. But they (laughs) they do start a relationship. But it's literally them kind of like working through the ups and downs of their relationship. And it does feel extremely realistic. Um, That one does have explicit scenes on page. Um, Mm. So if you're not comfortable with that, I would not recommend picking that one up. But I think that for me... Um, I'm reading a Yuri title right now. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, Izzy, I don't know if you've read it. It's "If I Could Reach You." It's a brother's. It's a yeah, brother's no. wife. It's oh, so it's interesting because this the the main character lives with her brother and his wife, and she clearly has had feelings for the wife for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And so it's her trying to figure out these feelings while all of them are living in the same household. And the way that volume two kind of ends without me spoiling is like, it's setting up for them to have a potential relationship. I literally oh have gosh. volume Three and four sitting beside me. Um, that one has been interesting. And then I am slowly working my way through um, what is the one Izzy that you told me would take a turn by volume three? Why can't I remember the name? How do we it?
3: relationship?
1: Yes, so I'm on volume four of How Do We Relationship, which is another Yuri title, and I felt some type of way about volume three. So that and that one's hard to wreck now because, like, at first I thought it was a romance, and I don't think it's actually a romance. Yes. And that's what I was kind of was like, and eh, like it does, it starts off like a romance, but mm-hmm. hmm, it may not end up being the romance that. If we you
3: mean. want a really slow burn, the other one that I have to always wreck is Yoda of the Dawn um this is a big commitment though we're at 36 volumes yeah, that is a big
1: commitment.
3: <laughs> um but this is a really long political fantasy basically she sees her dad be murdered um and then her bodyguard takes her on the run with him to protect her so she doesn't get killed because her cousin murdered her father to take the throne mm-hmm. uh and then it turns out that she's the reincarnation of the red dragon and has four dragon familiars who are like humans with superpowers wow it's really good it is really good shay and i um shay geeks out and i at some point soon we'll be hosting a read-along of this series
1: so (laughs) it's one of those
3: ones that like it's a romance but it's a very slow burn like slow building Mm -hmm. like you know i try i love a slow burn yeah but this is, this is another
0: one that I feel like also, Bethany, you would like. So, I mean, that, yeah, that and also romance. sounded like something I would enjoy. Uh, okay, so before we pivot to graphic novels, um, any kind of final, any kind of other recommendations? People who are, and Brie, maybe you have sub, but like and en- good entry points for people who want to dip their toes into manga mm-hmm. and are feeling intimidated.
2: Okay, I wrote them down because I could not believe I forgot these two. Okay. Okay. One of them, I think I found on my own. That's the only one I'm going to say I think I found. I think. (laughs) Keyword is think. I could be lying. Okay. Um, The other one is Ashley. And I'm mad that I just thought about it and I don't have volume three. I'm pissed. So,
1: (laughs) Drops of Gold. Drops of drops of God. Drops God, of God. somebody drops been of God.
2: dropped. Somebody been dropped.
1: How could I forget I about that one? I'm like, what did I wreck to you?
2: Drops of God, God. That is, is a good so manga. Good.
1: That's a good manga.
2: It's giving you, uh, making you feel like you are so millionaire, <laughs> like you're <out> here <laughs> tasting wine, and it's just, it's just super like technical in the way that it's written. Like, look. They have that it's a it's this person is trying to um, pretty much take his father's mm-hmm. inheritance, and in order to do so, he has to identify the the drop of uh, God, which is like this really type this really good wine. It's 14 um, that of them. huh? It's
1: fourteen of them.
2: Shoot, I okay. 14 of them.
1: There's 14 of them. He has
2: to identify them um, because his father, you know, knew them and mm-hmm. named them that or whatever. Um, and there's a girl involved. I forget how she's involved. But um, I don't know if it'll be a romance or whatever. But I'm probably not explaining it great. But it, it was really good. um Ashley, did you wanna explain it better before I go to the next one or I it's I mean no, I mean it's, it's spoil it too. It's
1: hard to find physically that one you would have to read digitally. Like I mm. mean, I have not been able to, to to buy physical volumes of that is extremely expensive and comixology took over. That's how I found it, because I had a subscription to comixology and they took it over and started pushing um the volumes out so you can read it through i don't know if you can read it through you should be able to read it through ku actually if i'm mm-hmm. not mistaken you should but see ku and Comicsology always get me confused because they kind of have some like crossover mm-hmm. so it's very weird but i think you should be able to read it through ku but like brief said it's it's very intricate um very kind of like food wars gets down to that mon- molecular level of like food science this kind of does that with wine and it seems like it would be dry and boring, but the competitive aspect of it is what makes it so interesting. And I feel like each volume ends on these wild cliffhangers Mm -hmm. to where, when you don't have that next volume, you, you're kind of screwed. So it's, (laughs) it's been a while for me since I've actually picked it up, but I know I was reading it heavy last year. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a
2: commitment
1: it is a commitment it's
2: 42 volumes wow. available yeah. on wow. Kindle Unlimited yeah.
1: wow it's it's, it's a, a long commitment. one and each, each volume is pretty Thick. long mm. yeah each volume is pretty long so it is a commitment and I think it's also one of those series too where like you have to break it up so that you don't get too you don't get too overwhelmed by mm-hmm. the, the details of it all yeah
2: I can see
1: that it's hard
2: but it's good. It's good, though. It's good. Yeah. Um. The author is um, uh, Tadishi Aggie or Aggie. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not saying that wrong.
3: I struggle every time and I feel bad. I just, yeah. So I just don't do try.
2: <laughs> I do too. <laughs> yeah. I have to figure out because I think I got, I don't know if they were volume one, like volume one or collective volumes, but I read two really thick ones. Mm-hmm. Or do you think that was just volume one and two, Ashley? Like it's regular? kind of
1: hard because you may have read you may have read an actual like a collected edition. Because I've seen the collected editions in person and they're much thicker than they're thick. They're thicker than the ones that I have read digitally. Mm-hmm. So it may be the collected edition that you read. So you may technically be on volume, like if you've read both, you may be on volume five.
2: Okay. Hmm. I'm going to Google it right now. What Um, other one did you have? The other one is Mariarty. I will scream to the rooftop and back. (laughs) To the rooftop (laughs) and back. I'm looking at you uh, what is it? Right stuff that don't be having Mm -hmm. them available for me. Anyway (laughs) Mariarty follows none other than Mariarty himself. Sherlock makes a little, you know, Salt Bay drop action of appearance. But it's really RT out here just being like, look, it is my job and the people I employ to mess over and destroy the rich. It can be really graphic. I will say there are some moments of, of, of it being graphic. But I truly enjoy this manga series. I think we're on Probably volume. Oh, hold on. i don't have to Google. But you're on like, like five over,
3: or
2: six. I think it's over that. Is it honestly. over that now? Okay. I huh. think it's like over eight or nine volumes. Mm. Wow. I love Moriarty. <laughs> I also would say that if you get Biz Media, shout out to Ashley for putting it in my mm-hmm. um, view. A dollar ninety nine a month. If you okay. got yeah, it. Say. If you ain't got it, you ain't got. You know. That uh, is a good way to read your You go on Moriarty, huh?
3: That is a good option for people wanting to try, like Wonderful. the shoujo, shou, not shoujo, shonen and um seinen titles. More specifically, are on there, Hit but it's it a good spot to start.
2: Download the app. You will not. I I am personally a a mad at my one nine nine. And and you get each chapter of Mariarty. Just mm-hmm. put it there for you. <laughs> I don't want. I'm just saying. You get each chapter lot. of my it, and you can read some Jinjui too on there. Get you mm-hmm. some, get you some horror in your life because you need it. You need uzumaki, right? You need it.
1: I don't know. I you, don't, but you I do. Don't like, I don't
2: know if <laughs> you, you do. Right you, words, you, need so <laughs> you need Remina. You need sensor. Okay, but there's a lot
3: to explore on the app, which is Lots well worth your time if you're trying to get into manga.
2: Yeah.
1: how you have any reps? I do
3: have. I'll give us a rapid fire before we close out of like some other spots for people to start. Yeah.
1: I have some, Um, you okay. know, I know Death Note is very well known, but it's complete. I think that mm-hmm. that's a, you know, that's kind of a lot of people's gateway into manga is reading Death Note. Same thing with like Fruits Basket.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, A couple of series that I have been enjoying lately. Let me, you know, of course I would lose my spot in, where I was. Um, layback Camp, Days on Fez have been two very like comfort series for me. Um, They're very slice of life day to day, not really like anything that's happening. Um, Days on Fez focuses on two high school girls who love going to music festivals. So if you're into like music or music festivals or learning more about music festivals and different things that happen there days on Fez is the way to go. It's only one, two, three, four, five, I think it's only five volumes and it should be complete. So that's a good one. Um, laid back camp. I'm not an outdoorsy person, but for some reason, laid back camp has been very like mellow and chill Mm -hmm. and I've really enjoyed it. Um, if you're looking for something that's like a little paranormal with humor, "The Devil Is a Part Timer" is hilarious to me. Um, I actually started watching the anime of that one first, and then started reading the manga, and thought it was good. Do you like food? Otherworldly Izakaya. You is it is a Izakaya Nobu? Yeah, uh, that one has been good. I liked a silent voice for disability rep. Izzy put me on a sign of affection, that has, yes, oh, that yes, yes. that was, that touched my heart, oh my gosh, I loved it, because I heard Izzy talk about it so much, and I went, and I read it, Um, I, I love, Izzy. This is a college set, yeah, Um, Ooh. she is deaf, well, well, hold on, <laughs> I'm like, mold
3: in front of it, so she's deaf, and she meets him on the train, um, and he realizes that she can't understand him um, and, he, she, t- and they end up like befriending each other and she's teaching him sign language and they start dating and it's really precious. He also is like a person who's just kind of lived all over the world and travels a ton and she's super interested in travel. So like, it's just a really, a, just the sweetest relationship.
1: That's really It's cute. so
3: cute and it's set in mm-hmm. college. And it, it just was one of those ones that like, every time I read it, I just feel like warm feelings, you know, mm-hmm. like it just makes you feel happy.
1: And they're just, they're precious. That was in my oh. rapid rec, so you're good. <laughs> Your Lie in April, which if I would prepare, that one is so sad. I had to stop. That one's complete too, I think. Maybe at like 11 volumes. Is it 11? Somewhere around that there. That seems right.
3: That seems right. Yeah. But I,
1: that's when I haven't read because it's too sad. It's super sad. But if you like music, especially like if you have any interest in like classical music, um, it focuses on a kid that, Essentially, was abused by his mother, Um, and he was this competitive pianist. And his mother passes away, which is not a spoiler because it's the the core of the story. Mm -hmm. And he stops playing, and he meets this girl that's a violinist, and she's pushing him to get back into his music and to fall back in love with it and to do it, you know, on his own time and not think about how his mother would treat him when she was training him. But there is a catch twenty two to all of it. Mm -hmm. And I made it to volume six before I was like, okay, I need to break off from it for a little while because I was just like, this is going to (laughs) destroy me Mm -hmm. (laughs) emotionally. Um, But yeah, I mean, that Sasaki and Miyano, which is another BL series that I'm slowly making my way through, that's been good. I've really enjoyed it. I've been trying to step a little bit more into like paranormal stuff. So Mm -hmm. Toilet Down, hanako Khan. Mm-hmm. 100, which I'm trying to figure out how long I'm going to stick with Zone 100 Izzy <laughs> was did it. after three volumes I was yeah, Izzy gone. was like I'm done <laughs> it's
3: <fun>. <laughs> <laughs> like it's fun it's just very
2: um, it's a lot <laughs>
3: it's very boy centric it's one of those ones that you read it and you're like this is why it's marketed as it, what it is yeah. like 100% <laughs> like it is like and one one was like a guy like screaming about him, seeing boobs like a whole volume and I was just like
1: uh, okay Okay. it's very it's very like I, I mean but then you're
3: like cackling in another you know chapter or volume because it's exactly. funny but then you're like we didn't need a whole volume dedicated to boobs
1: i felt y'all we did. are
0: gonna run out of time to talk about graphic novels We need. Okay. To, like, <laughs> i'm
3: sorry i'm
1: sorry
0: it's gonna be like an all manga episode no no i, <laughs>
1: love, I it, love it love it i definitely uh, i i do agree izzy it's very um it's not one that I would recommend to everyone mm-hmm. because I think it has a certain level of immaturity to it um, that a lot of people are not going to enjoy, but I've, I was, I'm i going to see how far I can make it. But that's all the wrecks that I have.
3: Okay, I'm going to give Speed rapid-fire wrecks just so we cover some other okay. genres. Uh, Witch Hat Atelier is a Eisner-winning manga. It's beautiful art. It follows these kids at a school learning magic, and somebody's learned magic that isn't supposed to. And we follow that journey. It's award-winning. It's up to volume nine right now. It is, I mean, just stunning art if you're watching the video. Highly recommend. And if you're into fantasies, like, I feel like it's an easy one. If you're a thriller reader or a horror reader and you have not picked up Blood on the Tracks, this is a very easy to read manga. This does follow a mother who is abusive and terrible. And all the content warnings going to this, I'm not going to list them all because we're doing speed racks, but all the content warnings... Uh, up to volume 13 is a prologue, is my other warning, but you could definitely just pick up a couple volumes, see if you like it. It's very quick to read. I think I read these in about 20 minutes or less. That's how wow. quick it is. Like there's not a ton of text. Great art, great exploration of what that does to you. And volume nine a mind blowing. Uh, Blue Flag is a high school set love quadrangle. So there's literally like a love <laughs> that's like going everywhere. Uh, This is really about self-discovery and figuring out your sexuality and love and all those fun things. And it's really emotional, really good, complete, so easy to pick up. And then last, Something's Wrong With Us, is your other thriller wreck I have for people. This is a romance where she literally marries a man to uh, help uncover... What happened to her mother when her mom was murdered when she was like six. Why would uh, you tell me show. that? I gotta add it. <laughs> it's, I
2: gotta add It's it. also
3: a romance. This is the Jose. So it's a romance, but it's also got thriller elements. It's kind of dark romance-y, but not like suspense-y also. Like it's that whole mix of like romantic suspense. Um, Love it. Really, really good. I've got like volume five, so
0: yeah. So y'all have tons of recommendations to go check out for manga. And we're going to talk briefly a little bit about places to start for graphic novels, places. And and so maybe y'all can think about it. I have a couple that I will often recommend to sci-fi fantasy readers that are maybe obvious, but I think genuinely good. And it's why people recommend them. Monstrous by Marjorie Liu has some of the most incredible in-depth world-building I've seen in graphic novels. It's got this gorgeous art deco kind of style to the art. It is adult. It is more graphic at times, but it's it's weird and beautiful and really interesting. It's kind of uh yeah, I don't I don't really know even what to say about it, but if you're into fantasy and you like world-building, that is where I would say to start. And then if you like weird stuff and sci-fi saga by brian k vaughn is excellent very strange at times but just like the creativity is off the charts and it also kind of follows a family that has almost like a romeo and juliet type story of like people who weren't supposed to fall in love and had a baby together and people are trying to kill them and they're trying to escape through the universe is kind
1: of
2: yeah.
1: So, heavy on the don't fall in love with anybody, yeah. heavy on yeah. the, your Do favorite character, get attached don't get to attached, anyone. yeah, yeah,
2: heavy
3: on the don't get attached to anyone when you read this one. Heavy True. on
2: the everybody True. can get it. I mean, I'm talking about death,
1: everybody. Everybody
2: can get <laughs> nobody, is safe. yeah, no one is safe, no, no, no. Kill your
3: darlings. That is something. Yeah. yeah. Kill your darlings.
0: Yeah. No, but I mean, I think generally Brian K. Vaughn writes really interesting mm-hmm. stories. He does. He does.
1: I agree. Very extensive. Um, so this is the same writer behind Paper Girls, which just got its adaptation. Right. The Last um, Man. By the Last Man, which mm-hmm. also has an adaptation. He did um, the Runaways, the original Runaways before mm-hmm. what's, what's Their Face got a hold of it. Um, I forget the author who picked it up, but um, he's done quite he's done quite a bit of stuff. I will say, just for context, this stuff does not always age well. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, but that's kind of the nature that you get into when we start stepping into, especially comics. Yeah,
3: um,
1: you're gonna find a lot of content there. Yeah. I mean, Ashley
3: and I have had this conversation before, but I think the biggest warning when going into comics is to remember that comics is not as up with it as the rest of the book world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Saga has some ableist language in it. So does Paper Girls.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: The, the the comic industry, like the the pace at which it moves is almost like Small. it's almost hard for them to keep up because it's mm-hmm. so it's fast and slow all at once. Like it takes yep. so long to make a comic. But it's also like, you know, they're pumping out a comic a month. Yeah. So I
0: also,
3: guess, like, I guess one
0: fast. thing One thing I do appreciate about Brian K. Vaughn specifically, and I don't know so much about the saga stuff, but I have heard him speak on Why the Last Man and how he would do things differently in terms Mm -hmm. of gender identity stuff if he were to go back. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of, I always appreciate creators who aren't so precious about their work that they can't admit that there were faults that could have been better. Mm -hmm. But Yeah. Uh, Other suggestions people have. Good places to start for different kinds of readers
3: getting into graphic novels. Uh, Um, I want to give just a service recommendation. mm -hmm. Like KU, go get Comixology Unlimited. Um, And just like you can scroll around and look at a bunch of stuff on there and like kind of pick up and they'll have stuff grouped into genres, which can help some. And it's a good way to also explore a lot more of the like more uh, non-superhero Genre. I feel mm-hmm. like Hoopla also has a lot. So, like, just make sure you're like checking those places so you're not dropping tons of money <laughs> on yeah. volumes of things.
1: Yeah, I would also. So, I'm gonna do kind of like like you did, Izzy, with kind of like a, a language kind of breakdown too mm-hmm. with with dealing with comics and mm-hmm. graphic novels. Is that um, I know that like sometimes they get used interchangeably and they're mm-hmm. not always the same thing. Um, I know people who do call bind ups of comics, graphic. I don't because I look at them as a completely two different distinctions where a graphic novel has a middle beginning and end whereas with a comic you are getting a piece of the puzzle which it'll extend into mm-hmm. volumes. Um, there's things called trades. Trades usually include about two issues. Um, mm-hmm. Then you have hardcovers which would include <laughs> As, trades include more than two issues. I apologize. Trades can include up to four, four or more issues. Hardcovers would typically go, I mean, they can go up to eight and then you have an omnibus, which would go even higher than that. And so, um, or you can read issue by issue, which if you're newer into comic book world, I do not necessarily recommend doing issue by issue. Collecting issue by issue is a very expensive hobby to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is very easy to get lost in the mud of trying to um, read things issue by issue. I would say once you get a little bit more experience, that's kind of, you could go that way. But I would stick to reading like trades or hardcovers or complete um, collections to kind of mm-hmm. get started like saga. that. So that's a yes. hardcover. Yeah. A yeah, hardcover so, yeah. mm-hmm. And that collects, what, like three of the trades? It yeah. probably would be... It probably would only be two of the trains. Unless, how many issues is there in that thing? I'm trying well, to
2: see. Mine's down on the ground. It was
1: too late to so go get it. I'm, yeah, mine is all the way across the room. I'm not finna. Oh, up. Jesus. It's a lot. One, two, three, four, five,
2: six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, so four. 15, 16, 17, 18.
1: So four. Mm-hmm.
2: Four volumes. Yeah. Four
1: volumes. Is in
2: this one. Hi, this yeah. is my favorite book to
1: own. And then there's a, there's a, um, there's a complete, not a complete, but there is a large compendium. So you have Mm -hmm. compendiums too, um, which include a whole lot. Those are the ones that are like a thousand plus pages. Um, I'm very weary sometimes about picking up compendiums because you have people like Marvel and DC that will print compendiums and print a limited edition or limited amount of compendiums. And then they go out of print. I always- read one
2: compendium, and that was Paper Girls.
1: Yeah, Paper Girls. That complete um, the, yeah, the Walking computer. Dead had
2: the Walking Dead comics had the compendiums.
1: The compendium, so they were yeah. huge. Yeah,
3: huge. Yeah. Like if you've ever seen like the big Walking Dead's on the shelf. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um,
0: because um, we are definitely running out of time for the episode, uh, and we still need to do upcoming releases, but I want to get a few other. Specific recommendations for people who are looking for a place to start with comics or graphic novels.
2: Mm, I, will, <laughs> I will, As a beginner, I think I would uh, tell you what not to do. And then you go ahead and live your life. So the thing that I did was I chose a character. Which could be good or bad. But I chose a character from where they first started. And I kind of messed up because it burned me out. So oh, so like superheroes. I mean, that's whole its own whole. I feel yeah, like okay. I mean, that's why that's why I'm
1: kind of lost on where to how to answer this question. Maybe we do like,
3: another part two with superhero
0: ones. I, yeah, because, yeah. I think superheroes is its own is its own beast. So I would say like for people who just are like wanting to get into the format, even. Um, I mean, I, I would even say, say like, yeah. I mean, saga is good. Monstrous is good. Like I. Also, there's
2: nonfiction.
0: Okay. There's some nonfiction out there that's really good. Persepolis Mm -hmm. is excellent. I Uh, mean, if we want to do yeah,
2: rabbit fire.
1: I would I would always say just as once again, just as a as kind of a tool to use, if Mm -hmm. you're looking to start, you want to avoid Marvel and DC, the companies that you want to start with, especially one of the top ones to start with, is gonna be Image. Yeah. Image produces a lot of the best indie comics out there, and they're usually writers and artists that are from DC and Marvel. Mm-hmm. So you see a lot of that. You have Dark Horse. Um, you have Xenoscope. If you're looking to start places, I mean, Horror Something is Killing a Children is a good place to start. Um, the Nice House in the Lake, also by James Tiny, is a good place to start. Lock and Key by Joe Hill that's another mm-hmm. horror place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel Rising? It's the it's a Tea dragon. dragon Society. Yeah. Um, I is think adorable.
0: have y'all read that? No, <laughs> yeah. I haven't. Oh my god, you haven't read the Tea Dragon Society?
1: I think I read the first one and I wasn't I wasn't super into it. See, okay. Bethany, see then too right. with see with comics and graphic novels. I mean, you can get really really in the weeds about not even about comics like middle grade graphic. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? That I yeah. think would appeal to some adults. So yeah.
0: Rapid. Fire I think it's wrestling. adorable because I'm like, I would give this to my children.
1: You know, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Paranormal historical bitterroot that we're pause right now, but that's Praise. a good place to start. Crazy. I
0: haven't read it, but with the movie out, Heartstopper has a bunch of
1: volumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has four volumes out. Heartstopper is a good place to start, and you can read that for free online. You do not have to buy the bind of volume because it's a web comic. If you're looking for another horror graphic novel or um, comic, The Silver Coin, which is an anthology. Ice Cream Man is another horror mystery, um, which is also kind of anthology. So they're all short stories, but they're connected by this evil entity called the Ice Cream Man. Um, that one's pretty far if you're looking for Slice of Life, Giant Days, Avant Garde. Both mm, of those. Avant Garde. Pure-
0: oh, I like Giant Days.
1: Um, if you're looking for Archie, because I know some people like to keep it old school. Um, Mark Archie. Wade did a really, really nice run of Archie that I really enjoyed. I do not recommend Nick Spencer's run of Archie, but Nick Wade's run, I think, I mean, Mark Wade's run I think was like six volumes, which gives you a nice look Is that at that the run with
3: Fiona
1: as the artist? Yes, Fiona was an artist oh, yeah. on a few of the issues mm-hmm. in volume one, and I think she dropped after mm-hmm. that. Um, if you're looking for something gritty, gory, berserker, with Kiana Reeves wrote it, and Keanu Reeves is the main character. Uh, it's really interesting. Is getting a Netflix adaptation? I think sometimes too. I wonder
0: if that could be a thing too with adaptations. If there's um, something that you like that ha- comes for, because like that's an yeah. example. Sandman is about to come out. I as do well. not
1: recommend that stepping into that lightly. I
0: would not recommend. <laughs> I, not recommend that. I would not recommend
1: Sandman lightly. I would <laughs> interesting. I haven't read
0: them, that. but I've heard people who love like the Neil Gaiman. Oh, no it's it's, good, no, it's it's a great,
2: good great, but, yeah. but it's
1: expansive it's and a it connects of with its own. other... So, like, it'll connect with, like, Lock and Key, which will be oh, kind of confusing if you've never read Lock and Key. So and Sand they Man have specific
2: good. writers. That's so interesting. But all of those also have things.
0: adaptations. So you could, like, connect like what you're watching to mm-hmm. what you're reading. Yeah. Some, and yeah. they
2: have different they have different writers who do different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, it's very confusing. <laughs> like
1: Because then Noah Hopkinson one. helped with that too, right? Yeah. Oh,
2: interesting.
3: Yeah. 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 Um, I, I would avoid the boys comics. Uh, everyone I know that's read the boys and watched the show. So the comics are terrible. So don't read them. Just watch the show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's the I one
3: that It's all don't bother.
2: It's now. Yeah. I will say coming up releases. Um, the Silver Corn, Ashley, Volume 5 is coming out this month. I mean, Issue 5, sorry. Mm-hmm. Issue 5 is coming out. There is a comic I want to get into, which is The Me You Love in the Dark. Um, it's by Image. Well, Image produces it. That's how the mm-hmm. words you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Oh, uh, Bitterroot 15 comes out. This month. I've been looking at Lazarus. I don't know what's going on, but I've been looking. Issue 16 come out.
1: I've never been, I haven't been super amp on Lazarus, but I think you would like it though, Brie. You think I would like it? Yeah, I think that's more up your alley. Another good one, too, if if you like Power Rangers, Radiant Black done by Kyle Higgins, he's the same writer of Power Rangers. But I think a lot of people who are millennials would relate to Radiant Black because it's about Mm -hmm. a millennial that is struggling. Um, He wants to be a writer, can't make ends meet because he doesn't have the experience. And so he has to move back home with his parents. And then he comes into contact with this entity that gives him superpowers. And it, it definitely does have a Power Rangers feel um like fairy tale stuff fables by but Be- will by bill oh, Willing. Yeah, Fable, yeah but the caveat to that is that is an extensive universe as mm-hmm. well yeah Um, you have a lot of spinoffs with fables but if you like fairy tale retellings i think that that's definitely um something that you could step into if you like mythology um what is the name of the series the wicked and the divine
3: yeah um
0: mm-hmm.
1: Laura Olympus,
3: up. if you like mythology as well, that Lord I mean, Olympus that's bound up there. now. It's a webcomic, but it still counts. I feel like. You if
0: know, you like graphic. me, are a huge fan of N.K. Jemisin, you should read Far Sector because it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have to know anything about Green Lantern to read it.
2: <laughs> you, don't, you don't. You don't have to know anything. <laughs> about I'm going to take back everything earlier. If I was on the wrong page, those things are already out. <laughs> I'm going to so, take it back I thought right. I went it took me to 2021 just oh. lie to me image lie to me oh, on no. the website
1: if you like stuff so that's easy, I can what? stop
0: I can stop Uh, so we probably do need to move on I guess one other thing is we did have that question about graphic novels or manga involving either food or RPGs in some way this um okay so like that. chef's kiss. Kiss. kiss okay it's romance uh, it's
3: cute food I she heard said Google. i
0: reached recently found check please and my room is a dungeon rest stop and love them both
3: um the adventure zone comic is based off a dnd oh, podcast yeah. mm-hmm. uh and you could just read the comic without listening to the podcast and they kind of make dnd references in the comic even though it's a comicization of their podcast art yeah you know what I mean it's one of those where it's It's like funny I read the first volume of it it was very cute they're very fun um I need to read the latest one but that's a good one to pick up and the art's really good in that and it's you know they're funny so kind of gets you your rpg in there
1: yeah um food wise I mean food wars (laughs) but you know but the with the fan service I think Sweetness Something's and Lightning.
3: Something's wrong with us. Also has food because they make the candies.
1: Okay, Sweetness and Something Lightning has, has a health food health element health health to health. it. Um, Otherworldly is a Nobu is mm-hmm. about a restaurant that has a food element in it as well. Hmm. I'm trying to think of anything else that I know that has food attached to it. Other than There's drops not a lot. Japs of
2: God has wine. Wine. Hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: it's it's weird. I thought there'd be dragon
0: people. Society, has your yeah, tea it. because the yeah. dragons grow tea leaves out of their head.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Bethany really I, trying to push it, and I think. Listen, no. cute. I, think it's I like cute. that series.
0: I, think it's I like those. They're very. Um,
2: cute.
0: I yeah, I so hopefully that helps everyone. I know we're going to run past time on this, but we are going to move into On My Radar where we'll share recent or upcoming book releases in sci-fi, fantasy, and romance we're excited about. And uh, the books for today's episode that I'm recommending are going to be released between August 23rd and September 25th, 2022. Whatever people are bringing that is recent or upcoming is great basically everything is coming out at the end of August and I had to significantly cut back my list of things Mm -hmm. to suggest because a couple of them I took out because I figured y'all might mention them. So so maybe we can just kind of like go around and take turns with stuff. My Mm -hmm. uh, first big giant one that I have already, I I haven't even read it yet and I've ordered three copies of this book, but uh, August 23rd. (laughs) I'm convinced it's going to be one of my favorite books. I hope I'm right. But uh, August 23rd, we're getting Babbel by R.F. uh, which she is calling it's like a dark academia, but it's being called a thematic response to the secret history and a tonal response to Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell that grapples with student revolutions, colonial resistance and the use of translation as a tool of empire. I'm so hyped for this book. I really love the Poppy War series, but I feel like I'm in a lot. Love- so yeah, I have, I've have ordered like, I'm awaiting my friends to read that
3: one well. very anxiously to know if I should read it.
0: Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, early reviews from people I know who have read it are mm-hmm. really good. So I'm, yeah. I have very high hopes.
2: Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is You're Invited by Amanda um, Jyatisa. Mm-hmm. Um, she's from India and I, I believe she's from India. That one comes out next week on the 9th. Um, I read her book, My Sweet Girl, and was like, yes, 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 yes. It's a thriller. Um, I think this one is also a thriller. Her thrillers tend to have, like, a psychological aspect to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to read You're Invited.
1: Awesome. Is it
2: my turn?
0: hmm Yeah, go for it.
1: Um, uh- Mine comes out in September, it's Nubia and the Amazons. This is a DC solicitation. Um, it is, I'm excited for it because a lot of people don't realize that um, there are multiple versions of quote unquote, Wonder Woman, Nubia was introduced, I believe in the 70s and is mm-hmm. Diana's twin sister and mm-hmm. she's black. Cool. Um and so I'm excited for because they started her off at a number one, um within the past year and her trade comes out September sixth.
2: Ooh, I'm excited to see how that's gonna play in the movie.
1: It's awesome. I hope they don't touch it.
3: <laughs> I, like, I, I don't. I don't want
0: them
1: to touch, yeah. It. Them to touch it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, my August twenty third, one of them because I I feel like every single book is coming out. Everything August is
0: Friday. coming out August Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, is To Catch a Raven by Beverly Jenkins. It's the third one in the Women Who Dare series.
1: I don't know Mm -hmm. a ton about
3: it, but um, basically this is about Raven, Moreau, um, and this girl who comes from a long line of grifters. And they're kind of like on a thing together trying to solve a situation that is suspected that uh, the person's house that they're in like stole something uh, during the war. So like during the Civil War. Nice. So they, you know, they have to pretend that they're uh, married. So we're going to have the whole like fake relationship mm-hmm. that sizzles into more. And it's Beverly Jenkins, and we know. Always good. Always good. Always good. Yeah
0: uh other one coming out august 23rd i'm reading an arc of right now is aphrodite and the duke by jj mcavoy this is a second chance historical romance diverse regency with a jilted beauty and a regretful duke they're recommending for fans of bridgerton the cover is gorgeous and the the heroine is black and her family is like from africa but in regency england so so far i've been enjoying that one pretty well And yeah, I'm excited that we're getting more diversity in our historicals. Finally,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: it was needed. (laughs) My next one is uh, all good people here. And I hope I remember this one. So I don't not really a big podcaster girl. However, the crime junkies, I will watch it uh, and listen to it. Sorry, listen to it so Crime junkies is like this girl named bread or brie and then like the co-host or the person i think who does um most of the stuff on the podcast is ashley flowers she's mm-hmm. writing a book it's a thriller i'm excited mm-hmm. to read it and it's called all good people here um, and it comes out on the 19th so i nice. hope that it's good i really hope that it's good awesome Um,
0: Ashley, I'm wondering if you could talk about one of the two big middle grade titles that we have coming out in this time.
2: Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) Oh, gosh. Which one do you want to say? A Taste of Magic or Amari? Either. Okay. I'm currently reading A Taste of Magic, (laughs) Um, which is... I don't really even know how to explain it, but it's by JL, so this is the same author of... um, Wings of Ebony, um, middle grade title, um, where it is from what I've read so far about a young girl who um, is getting some magical abilities after she turns a certain age, and that's as far as I have gotten, Um, and then at the end of this month, we also are getting the sequel to Amari and the Night Brothers, Mm -hmm. which is Amari and the Great game is that right y'all mm-hmm.
2: i think so This would be a shame because
1: i'm so. sitting here ordering all this stuff like uh, I oh care. i know yeah of it's course a, Amari <laughs> <and> the <great laughs> game the
3: great huh?
2: game yeah it's you're right game. the great okay. game
0: yeah great game. Okay.
1: yeah so those are two um huge middle grade titles that are going to be dropping um very soon very very yeah. soon at the end of this month yep. i'm very ready for amari's sequel
3: mm-hmm. Um, okay, my other uh, August 23rd release, because again, <laughs> everything is coming out, is Heartbreaker by Sarah McLean, which is the second book in her Hell's Bells series, which is Victorian England, which is like such a nice change of pace, also from like Regency all the time. Mm-hmm. But this tells Adelaide Frampton, who is the quiet wallflower that happens to be the matchbreaker. So she is always going around helping with her squad um, to break up marriages and perhaps help people avoid the altar. Uh, if needed. And then we have the Duke of Claiborne who's very uptight, and they have to go on a journey across Britain in a carriage to go uh, make something not happen. And she's like chaos, and he's very, you know, buttoned up. So, sunshine, Grumpy Sunshine and just like, you know, someone who literally sits here and steals things from people all the time. And he's like, why would you do that? That is wrong. So, I'm very excited for their dynamic to play out. Love it.
0: Uh, like, I feel like I have too many, maybe I'll do a couple quick ones together and not say too much. Uh, last one I have August 23rd, Much Ado About Dukes by Eva Devon is a Regency romance retelling of Much Ado About Nothing, which I love one of the best like Shakespeare comedies in my opinion. So I'm excited to read that. And then August 25th, there's an, the third book in an indie fantasy series coming out that I like Bonds of Chaos by Zach Argyle. This is the third book in the Threadlight series. I really like it. I think the writing from book one, book one was good. Book two was really excellent. The magic and the world building is super fascinating. And he writes great female characters, including older female characters. They're not like, Cookie cutter. That I'm. I'm just really impressed with the how he writes female characters, which you don't get all the time with mm-hmm. guys writing fantasy. So, um, really liking that series.
3: Does anybody have anything else, or uh, I have one more that I can do. So,
2: oh, it's my turn. Yeah. if you have oh, okay. more, yeah. if you have one, um, if you
3: don't, that's okay.
2: <laughs> so, trying to, I'm trying to slowly get back to historical fiction because I don't know why I left it but I've been chilling somewhere else. Anyway, so Mademoiselle Revolution is one that I wanted to uh, look in. Um, it's a historical fiction about um, this girl who, or she's biracial and she is fleeing the Haitian Revolution and she goes to Paris and then life happens. So um, I wanted to read that one. And then I think Karen Slaughter... There's no secret that I like this lady. So Karen Slaughter has a book coming out this month called Girl Forgotten, I believe. I don't, I can't even remember, but I'm thinking off brain that um, she has that one coming out. I cannot tell you what it's about. She's an auto buy for me. That's just where we're at. And that's where we're going to be. And then, um, hold on. Oh, it says right here. While protecting a judge getting death threats, a U.S. Marshal investigates the cold case of a popular a popular girl killed on prom night in 1982. So I'm excited to read that one. And then um, I think I was, there was a book coming out also by Alice Feeney this month. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. Forgot, forgot the title of that. I, I really did not like Rock, Paper, Scissors, whatever the name of that book was. Yeah. So I was going to give her another try. Um, and then Taylor Jenkins Reid. I don't think I've read anything about her and uh, about this author. I don't want to say her. I might be misgendering people. She's and um, she had. Oh, sorry. This per- this author has a book coming out called Carrie Soto is back. I thought I would try that because I got it. And then Karen McMaddox, Sorry, I'm like. <laughs> 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 and then Karen McMagnus, who I also like, even though last one one hit and like should have been, but. um she do young adult mystery, and I really like it. And it's like a true crime show investigation mm-hmm. called Nothing More to Tell. And I'll shut up.
1: Awesome. Is it me?
0: Ashley? Yeah.
1: If you got any, okay. Um, I just have. I'll do rapid. Not really even talking about them much. Um, <laughs> one called A Girl's Guide to Love and Magic. Mm. Um, this one takes place during West Indian Day Parade. Includes voodoo. Aunt uh, gets possessed by the spirit, it's a young adult. Um, another kind of middle grade, um, Coming Up Cuban, uh, which is looking at the impact of the 1959 Cuban um, revolution. Hmm. And then the last one that I have is Wonder Girl, which does not come out until October 25th of this year but it's another Wonder Woman. <laughs> it's, a, it's Yara Floor um, and she is Brazilian. And so they introduce Yara Floor with um, with DC's future state. So I'm really interested in seeing the the final bind up of her issue. Cool. Yeah.
3: All right. Uh, I got one, I'll quickly, because I feel like if I don't wreck this one, I'm doing a disservice <laughs> to one of my favorite series of the year. Uh, it's Their Vicious Darling, it's book three. In the Vicious Lost Boys series by Nikki St. Crowe. If you like dark romance, retellings, Peter Pan, even I'm not a huge Peter Pan fan, I like this, um, and a Why Choose, which is the new term for the like polyamorous sea romances, Mm -hmm. you should pick this up. I devoured that first book within like less than 24 hours, and every book subsequently has been devoured in less than 24 hours. As soon as I get my arc, I will be done with that book within a day. Like, they're just like, candy but super good and fun uh, and it's about a darling daughter is cursed at their 18th birthday to be kidnapped by Peter Pan as he tries to refind his shadow and we have a lot of twists and turns and it's just a really different take on the story that I've seen and it's just like if you like those kinds of books and you're listening to podcasts you haven't read this yet you're in for a treat
0: awesome uh okay so I've got two more that I'll quickly mention uh coming out August 30th One is The Spear Cuts Through Water by Simone Jimenez. This is his first fantasy book. He does like literary sci-fi fantasy. I'm really interested. Two warriors shepherd an ancient god across a broken land to end the tyrannical reign of a royal family in this new epic fantasy from the author of The Vanished Birds. So that I really want to read. And then one that I have read and absolutely loved was A Taste of Golden Iron by Alexandra Rowland. If you like fantasy romance this should be on your radar. It is a prince and bodyguard gay romance, but the power dynamics are handled pretty well and there's like political intrigue and it's great and really swoonworthy and slow burn and I really loved it. So that will be coming out August 30th as well. So thank you so much to Brie and Ashley for joining us and everyone I know we ran a little longer than usual but hopefully you have lots and lots of recommendations to get you started. And if you enjoyed the podcast, we would appreciate if you take a moment to rate and review us so we can continue to reach more listeners. Don't forget to check out our Patreon if you're interested in joining us there. And this has been Chapter 3 Podcast. We're your hosts, Bethany and Izzy. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Chapter 3 Podcast. And you can follow all of us on our individual YouTube channels, which will be linked down below in or in the show notes, depending on where you're watching us or listening to us. The next episode will be available in two weeks. Izzy and I will be back interviewing Sarah McLean. So that should be very exciting. And this episode's bonus content will be available to patrons in the next few days. Thanks for listening.